hello, hello, hello. Maybe that's going to be my intro thing. I don't know. Anyway, I'm Devin. This is Hey Batter Batter, the baseball podcast that's more about stories than stats. And this is my second episode. Thanks so much for coming back if you listened to the first episode. And disregard that if you haven't. Keep listening. Don't worry about listening to the first one. I don't know if I want to listen to it a second time. I'm just not used to hearing myself talk like that. Today, I'm going to take you down this rabbit hole I've been on for about the past week. It all started when I wanted to watch a Seinfeld episode about baseball. So I googled Seinfeld episode plus baseball. And you know those times when you are looking, you're googling something and bam, you get, this is the answer, this is the right answer, click this one right now. And sometimes you get a bunch of results that don't really answer your question. Well, this time, googling Seinfeld plus baseball, this got me number one answer right away. Watch this episode. (laughs) The episode is called The Boyfriend, and it is in season three, episode 17 and 18. It's actually like a duo, a longer um, episode. We watched it, my husband and I watched it on Hulu, and it was just one long episode. The basic premise of the episode is that Keith Hernandez, playing himself, is a recently retired Mets first baseman, and he meets Jerry and George in a locker room. They become friends. There's a little bromance that happens. Then Keith goes out with Elaine, and is also Keith is also accused by Kramer and Newman of spinning on them after a postseason game where Keith didn't do so well. Um, Newman sees him after the game and says, nice game, pretty boy. And then Kramer and Newman are convinced that Keith spit on them because of Newman's comment, but I'll just let you watch the episode to see what really happened. My favorite part is when Keith is in the car with Elaine after the date, and they're just sitting there, kind of getting awkward, and there's both there's like a running commentary from both of them in their heads. Like Elaine's going, Why isn't this guy kissing me? I thought he was a cool guy. And then Keith's voice in his head is saying, Come on, man, you can do it. Just kiss her. It's like, don't don't screw this up. And then so finally he works up the nerve and kisses Elaine. And this is my favorite part. While he's kissing her, she was like, Yeah. That's awesome, or something like that. And Keith goes, I'm Keith Hernandez. (laughs) And it's just, I mean, I'm not the only one who loves that part. It's kind of taken on its own life form. It's, I guess it's part of, it's something people say. I probably won't start noticing it all all over the place now, but I never did before. According to an article on the postgame, the writers and producers had a backup plan in case Hernandez couldn't cut it in case he was too nervous, messed up the lines. This is in front of a live audience, mind you. Like this isn't just a recorded, edited together show. This is he's performing in front of a live audience. He's not an actor. Uh, I saw a quote where Jerry says to him, "Hey, you're used to performing. You're used to pitch or not pitching. You're used to playing in front of thousands and thousands of people. Well, get it together, man." And and Keith says something like, "Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't have to." say anything when I'm at first base. So, I mean, I think the nerves are completely understandable, but he did well. He has become like the 
the standard, the gold standard of sports cameos. And he actually came back, he was on the finale. I believe it was the finale part two for Seinfeld. So it was arguably one of the best, probably the best baseball-centric episode of Seinfeld, one of the better episodes of, on Seinfeld in general, which is hard in such a long show. I'm very happy I finally saw it, because I feel like I'm now part of this kind of subculture that gets these jokes from that episode. So watch it if you can, uh, or at least parts of it. You can find lots of clips of it on YouTube. That is The Boyfriend, Season 3, Episodes 17 and 18. So this Seinfeld episode was the first time I had Keith Hernandez register in my brain. I might have ran across him before, but I didn't know who he was. So I started poking around, and he was born on October 20th, 1953. Um, spent most of his career with the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, and the New York Mets. Obviously, in the Seinfeld connection, he's definitely a known as a Met. Um, Hernandez was a five-time, five-time All-Star who shared the 1979 National League MVP award and won two World Series titles, one with the Cardinals, one with the Mets. And this was all at first base. He is not in the Hall of Fame, and I don't want to get too far into it because I know I'm out of my depth, but from what I could tell, um, it doesn't look like he will be inducted into the hall because he didn't play as long as some other players and maybe his bat wasn't as good as some other first baseman. But again, great player, really great defensive player. And I mean, he has one hell of a mustache. So that's got to count for something, right? <laughs> so our boy Keith was recently in the news because his contract with Sports New York as a commentator play-by-play -play guy was set to expire, but luckily for all the fans that I'm realizing love him and his team of broadcasters, um, he has a new deal that will keep him in the Mets broadcast booth through the 2018 season, at least. I read on the NewYorkPost.com, and this is, this is a quote, an industry source indicated Hernandez's new contract may extend even longer than the previous three-year deal three-year deals he had received from the network. So he is a pretty popular dude. Him and his team of Ron Darling and Gary Cohen. The three of them have been together doing the Mets TV broadcasts in, since 2006. And they are just so funny and popular and colorful is the word I saw most often describing them in the booth together, and they're totally a riot. So now I started listening to Keith and his broadcast crew, um, watching some clips of them on YouTube, and they are just as colorful as everyone is saying. So the Mets are playing the Brewers, and Keith is talking about the player Josh Satin. Josh Satin has eyebrows every Instagram makeup artist would be jealous of. Very dark, thick, and slightly arched. It, it's, they look like they've been a little manicured. I'm not saying they are, they just, I mean, he's got quite impressive eyebrows. So it, it looks like if I sharpied over my eyebrows with a black sharpie. <laughs> so I'm watching this, this video, and it's a, just a part of the broadcast, and the screen had just 
showed Josh Satin, Josh Satin, sitting in the dugout, you know, eyebrows in their glory. And Keith says, Josh Satin has opened up some eyebrows, uh, eyeballs, excuse me. And then the audio goes silent for like 20 seconds. I'm sure they cut the mic because all of them are just dying laughing. Like it's obviously, you're looking at Josh Satin sitting in the dugout, you're thinking about his eyebrows. So when the commentary finally resumes, you can still hear the strain in their voices as they're trying not to laugh. It's just the best. You know, you would think that that type of thing, like cutting the mic like that, would um, maybe alienate a listener. But as I'm listening, it's just funny. I feel like I'm kind of in on a joke. Like I was laughing when he said eyebrows instead of eyeballs. And... It just makes me laugh, and I like the fact that these professionals are kind of at the point where they're still having fun with their jobs. So, I mean, obviously you can't cut the mic all the time, but it was a really funny moment. It reminded me of when I took this online class where the professor was on a different campus, so he just Skyped in. And sometimes when he was being really boring during his lecture, my classmates and I would mute our mic so that we could just talk amongst ourselves. And every once in a while, he, he would kind of start looking up at us and saying, wait, wait, are you there? Are you listening? So, so again, not always a good idea to mute the mic. But in this case, Keith and his broadcast crew, it was funny. Now, an eyebrow side note. Google taxonomy of baseball eyebrows and witness that Josh Satin is just one of many and the illustrious baseball player eyebrows on fleek history. There's baseball cards from long ago up through like the 70s and 80s. And then Josh is, someone mentions Josh Satin in the comments saying, you can't possibly leave Satin out when you're talking about baseball and eyebrows. And I, I completely agree. So yeah, everywhere I went, I Reddit, YouTube, Instagram, People were just saying things like, I've been so spoiled by Gary, Keith, and Ron. I don't want to listen to any other game announcers. And, I mean, it makes me want to become a Mets fan. And there's not that much that makes me want to be a Mets fan. (laughs) As I'm going through, you know, clicking from one YouTube video to the next, I see more videos of Keith and Gary and Ron, but they're joined by Jerry Seinfeld. There are two instances that I know of that I watched videos of where Seinfeld visits the booth for a few innings and calls some play-by-play, but mostly he's joking around with the guys, of course. I mean, why else would you have Seinfeld come to the booth? Um, So Seinfeld at some point is talking again about our friend Josh Satin, and he says, good hitting eye, great eyebrows. And the booth starts laughing, but trying to keep it kind of quiet, just kind of giggling, or, I mean, they're grown men, they're not exactly giggling, but, you know, snickering, quietly laughing. Then Jerry says, what? I'm the first to say it? And this was, this was from September 2013, and it was July 2013 when Keith had slipped up and said Satin had opened up some eyebrows instead of eyeballs, so... It just, it makes me laugh that it it appears that Jerry's keeping up with it and saw that Keith had made that mistake, so kind of wanted to tease him about it. And again, make an eyebrow joke. I mean, they're everywhere. You would think that that's all I have to share, but it's not. 
Earlier this year, there is a syndicated advice columnist called Amy Dickinson, and she got a question from someone who signed their name as Feeling Foolish, and the question was about this friend who wanted help moving, and the friend had also gone out on a date with his ex. Basically, the question was a non-specific but completely to the T synopsis of the plot of the Keith Hernandez Seinfeld episode. It was like if you'd taken out all the names and specifics, but it was it was exactly the same. Scene by scene, you know, it was the same as the Seinfeld episode. But the columnist, and I mean it's not just it can't just be that one person. Like she's gotta have a team of editors or people who read her stuff before it goes out. But the columnist, it appears like she had no idea that she was being trolled and responded as if it was a real question and not someone kind of teasing her. So she said that feeling foolish, the person writing in, shouldn't help the guy move and he wasn't really a friend at all. So that actually lines up exactly with what Jerry came to the conclusion of in the episode. So <laughs> Seinfeld was right. Now, a few final thoughts. Keith Hernandez was a Major League player. Let's start there. He played Major League Baseball for many years, and so he already made it big. It is so hard to get drafted and play Major League Baseball and to stay on the field, and he didn't have the longest career. He had a a fair amount of injuries that... um, So some of his years that he did play, he didn't have as many games as other guys. But he still, he had, he won awards, he won two World Series. So all of this, all of this accolade, and I'm sure if I was a Mets fan, it would be different because I would know him as the the first baseman. But I did a fair amount of Googling around, and by and large, he is that guy who's on the Seinfeld episode. You know, everyone that I saw loves that episode, and it is a hilarious episode, and he's really great on it. I mean, I've seen a bunch of cameos, you know, we all have, and some of them flop, and some of them are good enough because it's just the person playing themselves, but I mean, he played himself, but he didn't just do that. He was a real part of the episode, or the two episodes, and I wonder what it would be like to be Keith, and he has all these baseball accolades, and then get asked about the Seinfeld episode all the time. I saw an article where he said that the thing he gets asked about the most is the Seinfeld episode. It's about people ask him about kissing Elaine a lot. And, I mean, he he sounded like he had a good sense of humor about it, especially because he still gets royalty checks from the episode. I mean, he says maybe like a grand or two a year. So, I mean, that's not a ton of money. But, hey, it's for doing nothing. So... (laughs) It's for doing something a long time ago. I would take that money, right? Who wouldn't? Now for my last point. I've been thinking about this way too much this week. I've gone down the rabbit hole, come up the other side, and it appears to me, because Keith is making his money now as a broadcaster, as someone people like to listen to, as, you know, a personality, you know, someone who adds richness along with the other two commentators to the game, to the broadcast. People tune in to listen to him. I think that he has, being on Seinfeld, somewhat to thank for launching him as a personality. 
You know, I, I mean, I, I read something that it was like his agent who was young, like go get him agent who'd really try to get him on Seinfeld. And, and I mean, I think it was a gold idea. I mean, Seinfeld is one of those shows that is fairly universally liked, even though, and I'm kind of rewatching it recently, there are some parts that I'm like, wow, this is dated or wow, this is sexist or wow, this is whatever. But by and large, it is still really relatable and funny. And I, I, I like the characters as weird as they are. And the, I think part of it is because they're like, these people are caricatures of real people. So yeah, they have their warts, but I still, I still watch it. I still will watch it again. So I'll still have my kids watch it with me sometime in the future. I mean, what's better for our personal brand than having a cool cameo on Seinfeld? If it was an option for me, I would do it right now. And I hate acting. I took a weekend improv class as a kid and really sucked at it. So I guess the moral here is that we're all doomed because Seinfeld is over and none of us get to have awesome personal brand launching cameos on Seinfeld. So I I guess I didn't mean for this to end on such a a dark note. I'll try, I'll, try to, I'll try to be a little more positive next time. We'll see, though. I don't make any promises. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening, and I would love it if you connected with me or like wrote me an email. My email is hello, H-E-L-L-O, at D-K-Pope, P-O-P-E dot com. I don't know why I just spelled that all out for you, but... I would love it if I if you sent me an email or a comment or anything like that or even a a review. I mean, that would be amazing, but I don't know if I I'm not never mind. I'm not going to ask for that yet. I I'm just so happy that you're listening and I'm really enjoying that I get to put this energy toward this baseball weird research energy to some good. Cuz if you have just one person listens to it, I say that's good. So until next time, stay fanatical out there.